catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Friday, May 26th. Right now, we are reacting to Chapter 2 of The Hunt. The Jaguars put on their little mini-documentary series every year now, and we just got Chapter 2 of The Hunt on Thursday night. So we're going to dive into some of the takeaways from Chapter 2. Let's get into it. Got to start it off with Dewey Wingard here, right? It's the mother-effing Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, let's go. Expectations for this team, I think, internally could not be higher. I think you heard Calvin Ridley say it. After what they did in 2022, the expectations have got to be Super Bowl. I think those are the expectations within that building, and not just because of what happened last year. At the very beginning of this process in 2022, when Doug Peterson got to Jacksonville, he told the team everything that they are doing is to prepare to play in February. Now, they did not achieve that goal in year one, but they did outperform expectations. There's no doubt about that. And that's the title of this chapter, Expectations. Getting into what we saw from this video outside of the expectations, because the expectations are absolutely there. Like I mentioned, Calvin Ridley said the word Super Bowl, but everybody else was talking about the, the heightened expectations in 2023 as well. One of the most interesting things I saw, you know, a, a big portion of this, this part of this chapter of the hunt was draft night, right? And you saw a lot of different things go on in draft night, things that the Jaguars wanted to show you here. I thought it was fascinating that the Jags wanted to trade up for Florida linebacker Ventrell Miller, right? A guy they got at 130 overall in the fourth round. They were trying like crazy to trade up for Ventrell Miller because they just didn't think he was going to last to them. Now, based on my personal evaluation, which I do go and scout 200-plus players every year in the NFL draft, I had Ventrell Miller more of a mid to late day three pick, probably fifth, sixth type round type player. The Jaguars had a little bit more value on him. I think they just saw his ability to play the linebacker position at a high level, to play special teams at a high level, to be a leader, to be around the football, to be energetic. They see a lot of traits in Ventrell Miller that they really wanted to bring into their culture, their organization, and they wanted to trade up for him. And that would have been quite the bombshell because... At that point in the draft, just looking at the Jaguars' current roster, how does trading up for a linebacker make 
any sense, right? You've got Foye Aluokin, who you signed last year to a three-year deal. You're paying him a lot of money. I know he might not be around for a super long time based on the amount of money he's making, but Foye Aluokin was the Jaguars' heart and soul on defense last year. Then you drafted Devin Lloyd in 2022 of the first round, actually traded back into the first round to nab him at linebacker. Then in the third round, you drafted Chad Muma. You've obviously got Shaquille Quarterman in the fold. So yeah, for me, if they had actually landed a trade-up for Ventrell Miller, there would have been a lot of unhappy fans. They were already unhappy. Based on the pick at 130 overall, and you kind of get it, what's the path to playing time? Well, he's definitely going to be competing with Shaquille Quarterman, it looks like, for the fourth linebacker spot, for the special team's ace spot at linebacker. And the Jaguars could very well keep five linebackers in 2023. I in fact, expect them to keep all those guys potentially. But really interesting stuff. The Jaguars just cannot get away from loving those linebackers. And then jumping back to the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft, the Jaguars were really sweating it out with that second trade down. Um, Anton Harrison was their guy. I think they made it pretty clear that Anton Harrison was their guy. They were at 24 overall, traded back to 25 with the New York Giants because the Giants assured them they were not going to be taking Anton Harrison. And then at 25, they were in conversations with the Buffalo Bills to trade back to 27. That was the interesting one because, and we knew a little bit of this already, but to see it happen in real time was pretty interesting with Trent Baalke making the phone calls to uh, Joe Shane and Brandon Bean, Giants and Bills GMs respectively. Uh, but the, the conversation with Joe Shane, they're sitting there sweating it out. The Cowboys picked at 26, so you're having to bet on the Cowboys not taking an offensive tackle. It's a team that's been notorious for taking offensive tackles early. Now, did they need one in that spot? It didn't seem like it, and I think that's why Trent Baalke and the Jaguars made that bet that they could move down to 27 and still get Anton Harrison, and they were right about it. So, you know, kudos to them for kind of playing this out making the bet that that they believed would end up landing them the guy they wanted and getting them extra picks, and they were exactly right. So good for them, absolutely. And then just going through day three of this this draft again, I just can't believe that they were able to land Yasir Abdullah, Antonio Johnson, and Parker Washington after the fourth round, all three of those guys. Really incredible stuff to me because Yasir Abdullah was an early day three pick for me. They got him in the fifth round. Antonio Johnson was a day two pick for me and for a lot of folks at safety. They got him in the fifth round. And then Parker Washington in the sixth round, he did miss a lot of the pre-draft lead up because of an injury. But you pop on the tape, Parker Washington is a slot star. Uh, A guy that catches everything thrown his way. He's got incredible power and strength at the wide receiver position. He's got enough quickness and speed at the wide receiver position. Got great body control. I think Parker Washington is going to be a guy that Jaguars fans grow to love. And so for me, again, just landing those three guys in the middle of day three, I thought was one of the most impressive parts of the draft for the Jaguars. And then talking about Phil Rauscher, this is one of my favorite coaches. He was a guy that I was excited about the Jaguars bringing in last year because he's come from Minnesota, had also been in Washington. He was a guy that really knew how to get the outside zone running game going, and they didn't quite get it going the way they wanted to in 2022 um, all the time. But I think that moving forward, you have a really, really good coach, a solid coach. I think he's really good on the practice field, in the room, in the meeting room, right? 
I just love him. And then his feature in The Hunt was really great. He was fired up to land Anton Harrison. And I was fired up for the Jaguars to land Anton Harrison. I was one of the few people who really saw Anton Harrison as you know, more than a late first-round pick in this class. I saw Anton Harrison as a top-10 prospect overall in the 2023 draft class. And so for me, for the Jaguars to land him at 27 overall, it was pretty surreal, to be completely honest with you. Because this is a guy I valued extremely highly due to his athleticism, his maturity at only 20 years old. This was a guy, all of his college tape that you've seen from him, he was 20 years old or younger. Extremely young man that has great maturity, great athleticism, great length. I love his overall football acumen and his talent. Like He's able to shut down rushers really quickly. Um, He's able to angle them off, and then he's able to use his hands at an extremely high level for such a young player. I think Anton Harrison has everything you're looking for, and so did the Jaguars. And for me, that's just kind of crazy how it it aligned for me and the Jaguars, Trent Baalke, Phil Rauscher, etc., loving the same exact player. Would I have traded down? Probably not, because I wanted to land Anton Harrison like no other, but Kudos to them for being able to trade down twice and still land their guy. And it's just so cool that, you know, Anton Harrison was one of my guys in this class. Probably probably the guy that I valued higher than anyone else. And then the Jaguars also valued him extremely highly. And now he's in Jacksonville, get to cover him. Um, just super cool for me. Final note. And this one here is speculation on my part, but when the Jaguars, they kind of blurred out the film they were studying, but it was Trent Baalke and Ethan Waugh, it looked like they were studying Riley Moss, the cornerback out of Iowa. They were saying he has outside-inside versatility, could potentially play safety down the road. That sounded exactly like Riley Moss saying that, you know, he could be a second-round pick, will probably be an early third-round pick, won't last till the Jaguars pick. And they were exactly right. He did not last till the Jaguars in the third round. But what's so interesting about them studying Riley Moss to me is that means they've already seen Cooper DeGene, the upcoming junior cornerback out of Iowa, who the Jaguars have been mocked in 2024 by both ESPN and The Athletic. Mel Kuyper and Dane Brugler both mocked the same guy to the Jaguars, did a video on it a couple days ago, but it's just kind of crazy that, uh, you know, they dropped that little Easter egg. They didn't have to do that, and they did blur it out, but you can clearly tell they're watching Iowa's defense. They're talking about a corner who can play inside or outside, potentially play safety, and a guy who's going to go late second, early third round. That fits Riley Moss to a T. I'm not sure why they needed to include that, but it does give you a little bit of a hint that they have seen Cooper DeGene on tape. Um, of course, they're going to watch all the Power 5 players. It's not like he's going to get swept under the rug. They're going to miss him somehow. Cooper DeGene is going to end up being a first-round pick in all likelihood. This was a guy that had three interceptions returned for touchdown last year, five total interceptions, has great athleticism, great strength, incredible tackler, really quick feet and fluid hips. I think Cooper DeGene, if the Jaguars are able to land him in 2024, would be an absolute home run, especially when you look at their cornerback room. You love Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams, so you could definitely add more talent and depth there. But that'll do it here 
for this little recap reactions to the hunt chapter two expectations the expectations they are sky high within that building the jaguars are looking to make a super bowl run in 2023 i think that's part of the reason you saw them bring in brandon mcmanus yesterday but again thank you so much for tuning in hit me up on twitter at jordan delugo you can drop a comment in the comment section below hit that like and subscribe button if you're looking for some new duval gear you can check out our brand new pre-order Duval Big Cats T, go check it out at ginjag.com. We've got a link to the shop in the description below. Have a good weekend, Duval. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.